3: Oi,
1: the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. You're listening to This Just In
3: on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix.
1: Hello, hello, footy primers. Another end of a weekend means another edition of This Just In on Footy Prime. I'm Brennan Dunlop, joined by Jimmy Brennan, James Sharman, and Mr. Toronto Pride Weekend himself, Craig Forrest. Up, Woo-hoo! How, how was your How was your day? A
2: lot is up. A lot is up at the Pride Parade, I tell you. Oh. It's fantastic. What a an absolute... There's not a parade I'd rather go to. I mean, it's just absolutely it's it's a parade about just everybody just accepted everything and it's it's everything goes everything Big love
0: fest are you it's a love are fest. you wearing
2: pants i am today <laughs> yeah i'm surprised that you left the parade to
1: join us we feel very blessed that you've
2: joined us well we actually thought it was over and we by the time we walked around we got up church street that was another scene altogether so went up to the bluer from there and it was like where what are these floats? And it was like it was. Oh, guys! It's gonna go until seven o'clock. It was like we must have just saw a gap, and that was it. We just thought it was because people were mingling around everywhere. It was it was amazing. I mean, and you know, church church streets. A, that's a that was another parade in itself. There you go. You made All it out. Bare bare asses around there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they party hard, man. They do party hard, don't they? That, that was just me, sharms.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's why I asked if he's got pants on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, d- I didn't know how to play it either. If you, if you saw the, the Twitter account, yeah, there's some, some pics where I wondered if it was you're taking the photo or that's your <laughs> ass in the photo. I wasn't sure. Well, producer Dan Wong is here as well. Uh, you've muted yourself because this is the, the most hungover your voice has ever sounded, but I don't think you're particularly hungover
2: today. No, I I got a good sleeping, but yeah, my I've got a good voice right now.
1: Doesn't he sound like a
3: singer, guys? Like he should be doing. Uh, do, do, do. That's the day after do, 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 voice, do, 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 do. Isn't it? the day after. Yeah, voice, it is. sure. you yeah, awesome. know, crowded, crowded bars or or wherever, and you just for like four hours, you're just having to speak above the crowd, and it's fine until the next day, and realize like ah, shit, I blow my pipes. Oh. <laughs> I told my wife the uh, the Wanga childhood story. No, and she goes like, really? Like you can actually say that on that podcast? I'm like. You've never listened to it, have you? No, never listened Wait, to it. What did we actually say? Well, it's not so much what we said, it's what Wanger what said in the picture he painted. Well, <laughs> well, that's right. Number 57.
1: Beef and
0: broccoli, as someone said on Twitter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the next next time anyone, one of us goes to a, a Asian restaurant and the order number is uh, number 57, we're going to... Laugh our asses off. See so yes. that's the dish that they've chosen. Oh, buddy. Well, how was your double date with uh with the mayor of Markham, mayor of Aurora, and some politician that was there? How how was your TFC date? The mayor of Aurora is Jimmy Brennan in my eyes. Oh
0: no, we the, had a blast, uh, hey, Jimmy. Yeah, it was great. We had a great uh, great night. We we uh, went down to dance. We hung out had a couple of beers. Went to Liberty Village. Met up with a few friends. Was that with the the mayor? and a few few guys and Dan and I went over to the tunnel club before the match, had a beer, and then we went over to a lounge lounge uh, six box. More. Watch watched the game. It was a great day. Sat there with D had some good laughs, good banter. Then we went to
3: As a former captain of TFC, like do you whenever you want tickets or a box or a tunnel club, you just make a call and it's done?
0: I just I I go once in a while down to the game. It's not like I ask every week, hey, can you give me tickets? You
3: could, so, though, right? I mean, you should be able to do that.
0: No, they're good. They're good with me, yeah, of course. Yeah. If, I, if yeah. I call up and say, hey, can I get tickets or I'm going to come down with the kids or whatever, then, yeah, no, they're, they've are they been great.
3: Really remember good. tried to get us a box once for, for a game and there was no one going to the game. There was no one there. Like, it was poor attendance. Uh, and they said, yeah, yeah, we'll get you a box. And then about an hour before, they said, it'll cost you two grand, though. <laughs> And we had to cancel that night, didn't we, boys? Yeah, we canceled that. Yeah, yeah. no wonder he went to Sacramento. Yeah, yeah no kidding.
1: Yeah. Jesus, I think I bought tickets on StubHub for eight dollars instead. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's what happened that night.
2: But huh. uh, by the time I met up with you, Jimmy, yeah, and Wonger, Wonger would seem to you know like he was hiding a bottle of vodka underneath the table somewhere. He, he's had it, he had a little bit more than you. It seemed
0: yeah he was uh he was on his way that's for sure some guy <laughs> but, bought us some shots yeah no, but he uh, was he was drinking shots, and I'm not into shots uh, but I'll you can't st- say no you know i stick yeah. to what i know yeah
1: i'm assuming warner was this, is this your first like v i p experience at BMO? you're hanging out with two t f c former t f c captains you are in the uh the luxurious tunnel club like it was a lot
0: yeah it, i i mean they there was nice that roast beef out they you, all you can eat in that lounge we didn't We're, eat I ate a cookie I think
2: Were yeah. you really nervous Dan is that why you drank so much and got all he was he was ra- like a was candy shop I was I was I was
0: I was actually nervous to be on a date with Jimmy yeah. oh yeah you know you know I, when, they, uh, you, know when you, get, you know when you you know when are your little kid right and they get excited and they're doing that little dance and they're like holding their crotch because they got a pee. <laughs>
2: That was longer. <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: anyone at a high five every. Five. Like, yeah, I was the high I'm giving five. Giving people
0: high fives, holding this balls, going, "Hey, hey, is that is that roast beef? Is that free? Can I eat that?"
3: <laughs> D-Road, tell us about the check signing celebration. Do it, do it. Do, 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 yeah. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> Yeah. yeah
1: Yeah. well did you ask did how many things about the book did you ask him because i'm sure you read it yes oh so, hey
0: how, by, how by the way hey, I, to I, I, Elena to write the i've book? got to say hey, i've got to say this as well so when we're leaving the game we walked out where the the players go so i'm with me d Row, a couple other people and as we're walking out there's a few fans there and you know we're walking over signing a couple of things and this guy goes he goes brandon man love love the podcast love the podcast i said do you really he goes oh it's it's great so i signed this thing for him i said funny enough I said, "Dan's here." He goes, "Dan Wong, Dan Wong, Dan <laughs> Wong." was his celebrity. Water gives the big wave, was. marches over, taking pictures with other fans, <laughs> signing was
1: titties. What, of course, eh? Kissing babies,
0: everything. It was he was. <laughs> perfect.
1: The real politician, Dan Wong. Mm-hmm. How many times did the uh, the beef and broccoli story come up, though? Uh,
0: a couple of people were laughing about it yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> Yeah. I think <laughs> that's going to follow play. you for a minute. That that's Charms. That's his Benfica story. Yeah, I'll like, no, follow is, him yeah. right into yeah. next incarnations. You'll be doing this show in ten years with the next crop of guys that Sharman fired from the parlay, and <laughs> that story's still going
3: to come up with you. Difference yeah. being though that be the but your story with Benfica was what what could have potentially happened but didn't happen. With with Wonga's story, like it all happened. Like you couldn't have made it any worse. It's, it's, I'm on a couch right now
0: in therapy for the last 40 <laughs> years about it. <laughs> How was the game, boys? It was great. It was a really good game. Yeah, the game was awesome. TFC looked good. Yeah. Performed well, yeah. got a good result. They needed that. They needed I was win. talking about the women, sorry.
2: Oh.
1: No. T- T-
3: TFC 2, <laughs> Atlanta 1. No, we're still on that. We haven't,
1: we I haven't quite. I'm, I'm just gone.
0: kidding.
3: Wasn't Sinier there? In, in the, I'm assuming he was. Yeah. Oh, tell that story, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. What did,
1: what did oh, he do yeah, with Matt Wonger?
0: This what is, did Cynthia do
1: when he met
3: Wonger?
0: No, no, <laughs> this is a beauty. So we're in the elevator and we're going down, right to the ground floor to to go into the the tunnel club. And there's all these people that are about to get in, and they're coming in. A few camera, I'm like, come on, move over, guys. Let me have, let me get through. Everybody here, and I'm pushing my way through and. Wonger goes, that's a new signing, eh? So what are you talking about? He goes, the guy that you just pushed out of the way. <laughs> and I thought it was a kid. <laughs> he goes, the guy that you just pushed out of the way. a new just signing, just huh? goes, He just pushes his way through. The cameraman's at the back following him. They're doing a, you know, behind the scenes. And... Jimmy walks through. And I go, Jimmy, that's Insigne, the yeah. new signing. I'm pushing through. I yell at the security. Hey, where, how do we get to this place? I'm loud. You know what I'm like when I get going.
1: I can't wait to <laughs> where see Where am I that?
0: going? <laughs> he's, he's little. That dude is little.
1: I can't wait to see this clip, though, on the next episode of uh, All for One, which I'm pretty sure is their behind-the-scenes show. And they'd be like, you know, and then the they older players, they really don't take to all the, all the money that these new guys
3: are getting. They show the clip of you shoving Insigne as you exit the elevator. I and I they showed show Jimmy like, you know, grabbing him with his arm over his shoulder, saying, pointing towards the wall of fame and saying, do yeah. your job. And maybe one day you'll be on that fucking wall like me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not next to me, but you'll no. be up there somewhere. Yeah. Maybe beside Dickio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if not, Jimmy, you can come to my mansion. Yeah. You
1: yeah. don't know what it's like to really play for this club unless you're training at Cherry Beach in the middle of the day while they're doing yoga classes at the other end of the training pitch.
3: You don't really yeah. know what it's like to play in this town. <laughs> yeah. now, times change, right? I mean, he's on $15 million, right? So, I mean, Jimmy was on like barely half that when he first signed with yeah, TFC. Really. So, <laughs> times do change. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So, I think I owe him an apology when I see him. Just say, sorry, <laughs> sorry, big guy. Uh,
3: sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: <young>. <laughs> do you think that – uh you know, men of that stature. Do they get big men a lot? Is that big man? Is that is that a nickname thrown around a lot? They probably like
0: don't. We man, no, yeah, you get the wee man. You get big the man. wee man. Listen, the guy's the guy's unbelievable. What a great player! Great player. It's, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing him play. I think Those he's going to be great ups, for the club. You know, the atm- atm- the atmosphere is back again. You can see the energy. People are excited for it. It's a good signing. It is a gen really good signing. Did you feel that a million bucks?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel the energy uh, in the stadium for yeah. that? Did yeah. they do a big, a big thing? Was he? Uh, did they show him on the screen? Was
0: there a walkout? I didn't see any of the match. No, I didn't see that, but. You could just see people buzzing. Saw, you Jimmy saw a lot of in the, in the tunnel no, club saw, the entire saw, game. Saw a lot of Italian jersey, Napoli jerseys. <laughs> yeah. just,
2: Let's be honest, you guys were in the fucking tunnel club. You were nowhere <laughs> yeah. fucking. You, you
0: didn't know.
1: watch
3: a minute of that game. Yeah. Did yeah. You?
1: Half halftime. So,
2: yeah. What? Yeah. How did time.
1: Actually, they delayed kickoff because they, there were so many adoring fans that had to pick up all the pedals and all the confetti they were celebrating. But yeah, that was
2: for Jimmy. That was yeah. for Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. so, hey, what? He looks like a movie star though. Thank you. A really
1: short one. Tom Cruise. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jimmy because in oh, the pic, in the no, we... in the Twitter pictures that Wonger was posting last night, uh, it's it's glow o'clock. He's got the great sun on him. He looked like yeah, a yeah. We star. Had a movie. We wonderful I night. take you, his you know looks. There's nothing.
2: I take his looks. If you lobbed a foot off me, mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but there's Would nothing like a suddenly? Saturday
0: night. There's nothing like a Saturday night in the summer. A beautiful night like that, watching that match. That was it. Was beautiful to be at the game. Yeah. Well, I I
1: beg to differ. Shar- Sharma and I were we were at. Uh, Canada, South Korea, the women's friendly. And it was uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. The weather was great. And there were no goals scored. So mm-hmm. I, I think no. that, uh, you know, maybe I'd take a Sunday afternoon over Saturday night.
3: By the yeah, way, but it was a, not a, you, you forgot to throw in a, in a half capacity <laughs> FIMO field. Yeah. yeah they didn't,
1: uh... No tickets uh, But this is a standard thing uh, with national team matches that that east uh, end, the upper deck and the east end, there's never a seat there.
3: Do you think that the men played oh, a friendly saying. now? If the men had a friendly next week that they, they'd sell that thing out. All depends on the price of the tickets and the promotions for it. Promote, pr- promo, pr- mo, promote, promote, <laughs> what <laughs> What team does he play for? <laughs> He's left back, I think, for uh, yeah, yeah, Eastern European team. Did, ah, did, did anybody, anybody even team. know the game was on? Ludigarets, Luder- Luder- it's always Ludigarets. I was trying to think of some weird one, yeah, that's right, Ludigarets.
0: Yeah. What, what was the crowd?
3: What they have 15,000. 15,000 yeah. 15, sure didn't look it like
0: looked, that much. No, 15, it was 13.58 yeah, eight
3: at least. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well. The,
3: the lower bowl was okay. It's just, I mean, listen, I mean, I, I don't know what really to expect. You know, women's friendly. Um, where are we at as a, as, a, as a nation? We're not, I don't think we're nearly as close as we keep being told we are. I think we're on the right path, but you're setting 15,000 seats to see one of the great with female women teams in, in world football, the gold mm-hmm. medal winning team. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah. and yeah. the whole goal field. scorer <clears throat> ever, yeah, but, you know, Christina Sinclair and the whole deal, right? Yeah, yeah but you, you got to remember too, guys, it's Sunday, three in the afternoon, parades are going on. There's a lot going on in this city, There is. Too. It's no, a beautiful, yeah. beautiful day. People want to be outside, going to the beach, going to parades. It's, but audios, I, didn't see, I mean,
3: I don't want to criticize. I don't know what was the promotion behind it. I didn't see much myself personally, you know? And, you know, I'm on Twitter a lot and social a lot. I follow pretty much 90% football people and football follows. So, therefore, that weird algorithm should be, you know, drawing to me if they're advertising socially. I should be seeing a shitload of promotional um, social around this game. But maybe algorithm- it was there. Maybe I just missed it. I don't know, but I didn't see any. Right. Your algorithm has changed. It's all baseball gambling now. <laughs> Your Touché. algorithm is totally
0: different. Touché.
1: <laughs> you didn't see it. Um, no, I agree that uh, promotion has definitely long been uh, an issue and easy to critique. I did hear some some radio ads for sure. Um, but I, I really think that, you know, it was just kind of unfortunate such a busy time. And also, it's like such a beautiful weekend kind of works against them as well. I think ideally, they wouldn't have chosen Sunday at 3 p.m., the same time as the Pride Parade, which, um, took over the city as craig just described as well mm-hmm. and you know if they could have had saturday if tfc wasn't playing saturday i'm sure they would have loved to have saturday instead and, not and i
2: would have been at the game by it. the way but my sister was in town and i also you know wanted to show her something something different and that's why i ended up at the pride parade
3: which was different <laughs> really different it's great thing to show out of town is right if you get out of town is We're in this weekend this year. It's a great thing to show because it is a freaking, it's a wild party. It's the
2: friendliest thing I've ever been to. Acceptance, what? Man, there is just tens of thousands of people. Youngest.
3: Is it the first one since COVID?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it is right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Did uh, sharms at BMO? Did you? Did it take a long time to get in? Because I was worried when I I had what well, was in the north end, and there was they were doing a little kind of fan fest, waiting in line for twenty minutes for some oat milk latte, uh, part of the big sponsor there. Right, great coffee though, Jimmy, and definitely came from from Woodbridge. Um, get to the south end to enter, and the line. I thought, oh god, this is going to be this is going to be. Um, what was that? Was that it was against Panama where they had um, half Halfway the stands? The game, right? Still people lining up there. Yeah, I have never queued up in the out front of gate three into the parking lot.
3: You know like, what? It's funny because it you're right. I've, I've never done TFC like that before, ever. Yeah. Um, it was long. Now, it, it moved pretty quickly in fairness, but it was probably 15, 20 minutes in line. And I got there at around two o'clock. I, I think,
1: yeah, I think they got everybody in because when they honored Diana Matheson before the game kicked off and it seemed pretty close to, to capacity. It's, it seemed you know, like it was during the match, not, not like TFC or any of those Canada matches were, uh, you know, 15 minutes in, then it finally looks full and kicks off at half full. Um, it was great to see her get honored. She, she had a COVID retirement, so didn't really have the opportunity to be celebrated for her fantastic career.
3: They so also celebrated um, caps too, right? Uh, Jessie Fleming won 100 caps today. She's still so young, right? 24. and <laughs> She's got 100 caps. Sophie Schmidt uh, was honored for her 200th. Now she's had 212 now, but it's her first home game, I guess, since 212 caps. I mean, Jimmy, Craig, you guys played a lot of international football. I mean, it's incredible, right, how many caps these, these, these women players get. <laughs> Obviously, there's more games, more opportunity, but that's a lot of time playing for your country. Christine's like over 300 for crying out loud.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's basically her number one club, for, and that's basically the case for all of them, you know, until right, well, that sort of changes when league football sort of takes over, you know, for the amount of games. But they're yeah. basically a traveling team, right? Spend an awful yeah. lot of time together. That's why they're so family oriented. They're they're, they're much, it's a much different and vibe around the women's team because of that reason, and also that they have a this incredible belief and in, you know to push and generational stuff and you know to try to build the game as much as they can and you know autographs and spending time with the fans and they come to the game you know and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, I wish I'm, they would I would just say wish they would I I think they you know the CSA could make them more um available uh just generally um and if we we would have more on I think if they you know if they were more inclined to come on and we love to sure. have them and uh, we push them but it's it's uh they also have to help themselves to a certain degree and it's unfortunate that Christine being you know the brilliant player that she is um uh, didn't you know, doesn't, you know, I understand it. she doesn't like doing media. She has a real problem, you know, it's a phobia for her almost, you know, so she you know gives her incredible anxiety. But, you know, you almost need those people, you know, they have to do it almost give somebody a soundbite at least. And because if you're not helping yourself, it's very difficult to expect the journalist to show up if you're not making yourself available
3: they are well spoken that's for sure on that whole family thing it's a good point because when diana was being honored today she had a family there, whole family i think her parents are there they all came out on the field to kind of pose for a picture and then just before they, they took the photos christine Sinky sprinted out of the dugout <laughs> and joined in you know and was she's part of her family simple yeah. as that right it was a really cool moment i thought and, uh, you know, if you, it welled up yeah. a little bit when I saw that, to be honest with you. It was kind of yeah. cool, right? I mean, what yeah. they've been
0: through as footballers, and uh, it was cool. Yeah, they do have an amazing bond, that's for sure. Mm. But those that.
2: stories, those real stories, like you want to you dig a little bit deeper into those stories and relationships. And I think that is, uh, those relationships are what people really have something tangible almost to hold to, you know, and then become real fans of it. You know, I think if you look at Formula One um, and what they've done on Netflix with that show and the mm-hmm. younger generations all over it. Um, and the, the the scale of it, it is is because availability, access, getting to know these people, personal interest stories, and and on and on.
1: So you, you bring up two very interesting points. First, it was Charms talking about the caps and how this was Jessie Fleming's one hundredth. I don't believe she will get to two hundred. She might play to thirty five. She may never miss a game, but I don't think that she'll. Play. There won't be as many games as Sophie Schmidt had the opportunity to play, or as Christine Sinclair had the opportunity to play. Yeah, and there will just be less. And so Jordan Heitma or Jade Riviere, whoever you want to choose from that younger than Jesse, they will have less, and you're not going to see yep. many centuries, right? But also, I think we will get to, we will know those players more and hear much more of those stories than Diana and Christine and mm. Sophie and Steph Labé and that that older <clears> generation <throat> because Julia Grosso is a good example of understanding social media being accessible uh you know you look at how much she's featured on the Juventus page and she mentioned it that you know juventus definitely makes an effort in giving equal treatment to the men's and women's mm-hmm. team on social media but you, you got to want to be in that spotlight too and and have something to say or, or be there to yeah. say something yeah. this
0: younger generation of players will, will be and we'll, we'll know more of, about them yeah for sure they will and i think you, you're right what you're saying with in regards to the caps because You know, as the women's domestic leagues around the world continue to grow, they're not going to have as many friendlies as what they used to have. It'll be windows. Yeah, and they won't need friendlies because the players are going to be playing week in and week out, which they're doing right now. So you won't see the young ones making Mm -hmm. 200 caps. Another, Another
2: thing that will be coming, and I'm not sure, you know, it's coming sooner rather than later, I think. As the women's game grows, they will drop that Olympics to an underage tournament. FIFA will do that. They, are, they haven't done it yet, but it's coming. It'll yeah. be U20, U23, or something like that. But it'll be a U U tournament. Yeah, in, the the, 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 the new
1: Because the pressure comes from the clubs to protect the players?
2: No, no for the no. World Cup. They want, because uh. they at the moment, the game's growing. So if they don't mind having sort of two world champions, but the men's under is at U23, you have some underage, overage players that can play if you qualify. But that's going to happen to the, They're going to say, you know what? The Women's World Cup, we've built it up to a certain level now that this is the world champions and the one and only, and we're going to have a new tournament at the Olympics because the Olympics needs football a lot more than football needs the Olympics.
3: And with pay equity coming the way it is also, there's going to be a yeah. faction of FIFA saying, listen, okay, it's all very well, equity is great, but we've got to start making more money from the Women's World Cup now. We've got to close that gap a little bit here as well. Right. Because right now the men's blows away the women's tenfold. Mm-hmm. right so that gap's got to be closed so i guess it's part of it too which it's nothing for the good of the game it needs to happen at some point but we'll miss something because the olympics has meant so much to women's soccer right it is a legitimate world cup part 2 it's as simple mm-hmm. as that right so well if you notice they've never put stars on jerseys for olympic uh, championships right true yeah good point mm.
1: yeah i i hadn't thought that much about it and you think about how the game has grown in so many other countries in a a rather short period right look at when the u.s hosted the women's world cup in 1999 Uh, brandy chess saying the famous photo of course and that great american team and they beat china if it wasn't for the olympics concurrently happening uh, what i guess it's every two years is in between right uh with the women's world cup you know I, i couldn't imagine if the women's game would have got to this point without having both yeah and as far as entertainment and accessibility as the UEFA Women's Champions League grows, as the NWSL challenges and it's competitive to bring some of these stars back yeah. from the other side of the pond, I, I still think for a while, Paris, the next games, LA's hosting 28, right? I, I still think you need it there. I still think you need the women's best players at the Olympics.
2: That, that'll be a decision where they, FIFA will get to a point where they'll have to make that decision. But yeah. I think it's, it's definitely something that's coming.
3: Mon- It'll be either mon- one way or the other. It's going to be the same as the men, whether they make the men's Olympic you know, tournament available to anyone, not just U23s, or you make the women's U23s. Mm. It must be, they must both be operating on the same landscape, I think. I think so too. Yeah. I don't understand the U23 one either.
2: I just – I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. they got the U20 World Cup, the, the U17 World Cup. So – Make it something off kilter, U23.
1: Yeah, that could be it too. But they've also, how, how long have they had the overage rule that basically allows you to feature stars and make it, make the tournament, you know, an attention grabber? It's been well,
0: a while. But what, what was it? What, 2002? 2002? Was it three 2002? overage? Three overage three, players?
2: Three overage players. Is that what it was? So that's what it is. So yeah, yeah, I thought so. it, it was, I think it was only one originally, and then maybe two, and they sort of increased it to three, right? Like
1: Neymar played in Rio. Yeah,
2: Messi, won. Won. Messi won. won it, right? And it's interesting because in the footballing world, Olympics, again, Messi, until he won the Copa America, mm-hmm. he had not won, in the eyes of the world of football, not won an international tournament. And it's like, well, you know, he won the Olympic gold. No, like I said, he has not won an international, you know. Mm-hmm. It, they never fell, that never fell back on him. But that's still a, an amazing achievement, but people still, until he actually won something full, with Argentina. They never gave him any respect for that.
1: Last thing I want to say about the crowd in that, or the interest. Uh, my wife went to the game with me, and it was the first time she's seen the women's national team play. And She nice. was very excited. She was ho- hoping to see Christine Sinclair, as a lot of people were in the stands, I'm sure. Didn't get to today. But she asked me how many times they play in Toronto. And I said, well, you know what? It used to be almost annually. And now I don't know when they're going to be back again. So when we talk about the crowd coming out and supporting the women's game in Toronto. And there was a lot of, you know, still a lot of families. There was a lot of girls teams with some boys uh, programs. I saw there as well too, but you know, uh, a different mix than TFC or a men's national team game. Certainly it is disappointing that they don't have more opportunities to play games on home soil, because I still think it needs to be accessible for people to see in real life, you know, in person.
2: And, and at the end of the day, in in marketing, uh, you are marketing and your sponsorships
3: are going to come around events. And yeah. if you don't have events, you don't have games, you don't have that. Yeah. And, and I mean, just so people know that the uh, the next Games for Canada and the CONCACAF W Championship, which are in Mexico, <laughs> right? They're all in Mexico and they are World Cup qualifying. Mm-hmm. That tournament is World Cup qualifying. And, yeah, and Olympic qualifying. And Olympic qualifying too, yeah. The winner the tournament gets to the uh, Olympics and then uh, I think the top two teams in each group get to the World Cup next year in Australia and New Zealand. So it means a lot. It's big, but they're all in Mexico. They're based there. You know, this isn't like the men's World Cup qualifying where you're booting around CONCACAF. It's, yeah. uh, it's a very different format. I smiled there, Charms, as you were saying
1: that because I felt like uh, our chemistry is back because well, I was um, babbling there. I'm trying to sound intelligent. I think I may have. but I, I, was, a good job. I, was, I was stalling while I was scrolling to look for that schedule. Our oh, chemistry oh, never
3: went away, B. It's always been there.
1: Uh, Canada played Trinidad first on the fifth of July. It's a ten o'clock Eastern game, and they got Panama on the eighth, and then Costa Rica on the eleventh, as a uh, group B in
2: that W T. They should cruise. They should cruise through that. They group. should through. They should absolutely.
1: I should uh well let's uh switch gears we talked a little mls i guess we can talk some more we talked about insignia, but the the big surprise of the weekend is uh we know where gareth bale's gonna be golfing i'm playing <laughs> gareth bale's going to lafc boys uh good, i was good, good golf courses <laughs> yeah he said we're gonna have to get mark Santos back on the show craig very soon mm-hmm. um, give them some time to hit a few courses i just don't want to i don't want the report on just you know the southern california i'd like to, to travel a little bit maybe he goes out a couple of times with each then we can get them on but what did you think of gareth bale much like david beckham um 14 years before trading real madrid for hollywood
2: well i tell you what Santos would have loved to have the opportunity to have the players they're bringing in right now into that club oh yeah right yeah max crapo that's pretty cool for him too really really
1: cool.
3: pretty cool
2: for max that he gets to play with gareth bale you mean
1: Gets oh,
3: yeah, Bale. too bad he's not a defender. Well, me, he might turn into one. <laughs> he might, he might. You know what? It's, Every, it's a,
2: everybody does.
3: I'll <laughs> uh, tell you what, it's an exciting sign, though. I mean, listen, Gareth Bell's Gareth Bale. Bell. We can have fun with him. But the bottom line is when he's healthy and when he wants to play, he is one of the most beautifully majestic footballers in world football, right? He's great yep. to watch. And yep. if he wants to play, he can dominate MLS. I think, even at this point in his career, he can absolutely dominate it um will he well we'll see can he stay healthy is it all about the world cup i know lafc are saying that they got you know an option there to extend it well beyond the world cup but we'll see but i mean from him i think we, we discussed it before right? i think we joked around saying well mls is a kind of a fit for him given that la galaxy or fc you know there are golf courses no joking aside that is an appeal to him i'm sure <laughs> of course it is right he loves to play golf he loves nice weather. The allure of going back to England for the winter probably mm-hmm. wasn't that alluring. And he's
2: going to be able to lose himself in LA. Yeah, it. exactly. I mean, yeah. they're way down the pecking order when it comes
3: to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Won't no, no, see him so front, front row at Lakers game. I don't think.
0: <laughs> no, no. But see for, for oh him yes, to... he will.
3: You think yeah, so? Of course, he oh will. yes, yeah. yeah. Oh He yeah. hates
0: the attention. Yeah. Oh, he'll be he, everywhere.
2: He, no, they'll he, want him to be there.
1: They'll they'll want him to be and and I think too. Like, keep in mind that. LAFC are still the second team in Los Angeles at least that th- that's how they're nationally perceived mm-hmm. right there's yeah. a lot lot of people writing that that you know I made the reference to Beckham going to Hollywood people think a lot of people are making the reference that to the Galaxy they think he's mm-hmm. he's going to the same team that Beckham did
0: yeah, yeah.
1: so i think that, that the brand recognition for them it's a very good business decision and for him i think it's a good football decision they're top of the table right now top of the west yeah it's not he's not going to inter he's into Miami to just be you know yeah, I think a, I they're a a very
2: well. Job. They're a very well organized machine. They you know, club. They do a fantastic job. Yeah, they're, no, they they're, are. They're, everything from the the actual stadium itself, the ownership, the bond between the clubs, the club acceptance, the club uh, fandom. Really, really well done. They've yeah. they're they're the counter opposites of the CSA. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. there you go, prof, for profit as well, opposed to.
0: Yeah, but the, I think when you look at uh, LAFC, it's a great move for him. Their fans are spectacular, mm. they really are. And if you look at his career, he's been under a microscope. He's been everywhere. People always talking about him at Madrid when he went to Tottenham. And I think by him going to LA, and you're right in what he's saying, he'll get lost in LA because there's too many superstars there, they'll leave him alone. And he can just go and play his football. He's not going to have the stress that he has in Europe. And if he went back to the UK, does he want to deal with that stress again? No. There's no chance. Wherever he went in Europe, he was going to be yeah. under a microscope again. Now he can just go play his football and enjoy his life.
3: But let me ask you this, though. So, so or- let's, let's assume that <laughs> yeah. he's healthy, right? Let's say, assume that he's healthy. He's playing every game. Is he still better served playing in MLS or is he better served playing top-level football in Europe for the World Cup? Would you rather be preparing at a, a a Chelsea or a PSG or are you better off just playing games anywhere at his
0: point in his career? Look, I think with for me, you know, he, he'd done his job. What he wanted to do was get, get Wales to a World Cup. So he's gotten to the World Cup. Are, is Wales going to win a World Cup? No. No, but he's going to be playing first-team football and he'll be scoring goals left, right, and center in this league.
1: And you know what, too? Maybe this is... Uh, you know, the footballing decision was to fall in love with the game again. If he comes yeah. here and Boston, it the way Sharman predicts, I'm sure that might reignite what we all speculate mm-hmm. has burned out. Don't you think? If you're yeah. super successful, you, you boys must have gone through periods of a lack of confidence. And, you know, what does it take? Is it, is it a run of two, three great games? Is it, is it bagging some go- uh, a goal or two, Jimmy? You know, w- yeah. what is it? for e- Each player It's different.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Listen, Ed, well, you, you know, I think when you look at it and – Regardless what what any footballer says, you know the, the stress does get to you at times. You know when the fans are on you, it's in the newspapers, it's in the media, and all the time. And I think probably to a certain extent, he probably feels a little bit disrespected as well, right? As a footballer, he's won five five Champions Leagues, won three Euros, won the the Super Cup, he's won FIFA Club World Cup. The guys, want everything that you can win in Europe. Yeah, but he can't speak Spanish. Ah, okay, <laughs> so,
3: whatever. <laughs> It was only 12
2: years. Yeah. And the World Cup is also not next summer. It's not that long. Not yeah. that far. It's not that far away. It really isn't. So no. he,
0: it's not going to affect him one way or the other. No it's chance. No way. He'll be ready to go. He'll be, he'll be looking to put a performance on there. Yeah.
1: You talk about getting lost in LA, Jimmy. And you know we hear this all the time, especially with continental European players. They, if they have the opportunity to play in Major League Soccer, uh, they tend to relocate. Or if they have some connection to North America, they love the anonymity. Did you find that coming to Toronto from England that it was just, you know, you could, you could be the family guy. You could, you could go about and, you know, football was your job and then you could still have your life. Because from the stories you talk about living in England, the two of you, it's, you know, it's not like that. You're under the microscope 24-7.
0: Yeah, you are in the, in the towns that we lived in, yeah right? Because it's, it's the only sport and everybody knows you. When you come to Toronto, you you know if you're playing for Toronto FC, you're you're going out. You, the Raptors are there, the Leafs are there, the Blue Jays are walking around. All these uh, celebrities are walking around, so nobody really cares. They might come by and say, "Hey, how are you?" Whatever. But when you go to LA, it's the exact same thing. If if when David Beckham was going out for a coffee, the people don't really care because all of a sudden Tom Cruise was in there five minutes before you. LeBron James is coming in a little bit later. Like it's just yes. celebrities. So many celebrities that people just don't care.
3: Jimmy would also though walk down Toronto and point to the billboard on the gardener of his face and just to draw attention to himself.
0: I still, I still have that. It's in my backyard.
2: <laughs> is it, is it up? <laughs> it's up. It's got lights on it flashing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it serves as the fence. Has it faded at all in the sun?
3: No. no, no, no. I recorded it. He's not quite as bronzed anymore, but he's still, No. Attention. one yeah, of the yeah.
2: biggest differences I tell you between playing football professionally in England and Europe and we're Pretty much the rest of the world, I would say, just different degrees of it. That when I first came back, retirement. Remember the least I had missed the playoffs. I don't
0: know for <laughs> who knows. You could be talking about <laughs> any period in time. You said yeah, I,
1: retirement. You any period in the last twenty five. Yeah. Years.
2: So it was a bad season. They missed the playoffs, and they were, there was a whole bunch of them out, like having a team end of season party in Toronto, and I was like holy, like I could, that was shocking to me that people were going up to the masking for autographs. But if we did that, it would be, well, it, it, you, you could get knifed. Like it's just, you're, you're endangering your actual health. Like physically it would, they would, they would be absolutely crucify you for going out. If you had a season like that, you got relegated or something like you got to go, you got to leave the country, which we did.
3: <laughs> Straight away, right? Yeah, go down there. Eggs here. are packed. Spam. On the whistle goes, see ya.
2: Don't blame you at
1: all. Hmm. Now, I know that Jimmy didn't recognize him. Jimmy doesn't know who he is. But Lorenzo Insigne is going to get treated like a celebrity, especially this summer in the lead up to the World Cup. And with Italy not being in the World Cup, I think perhaps even more so. Um, what did you think of his unveiling? They tried to you know, make it real part of the city. In Little Italy, um, do, do a big stage show, of course. He had to fly into Pearson, which means they were three hours late because you could never predict picking up anyone from Pearson.
2: Yeah. I thought it was great. I think it's all good. Um, I think he's got some pressure on him. I mean, of if I was him, I'd, I'd feel the pressure. You know, everybody's expecting Giovinco. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not sure that that's going to happen right out of the gates. I'm not mm. sure about that. I hope it does. I mean, he's, he's an exceptional player. Then again, no, really no one is, expected Javinko
3: to be Javinko either, did they? No, but then when he was, no, he, when he was <laughs>
2: it's like, okay. you know. But if you go back at designated players, they don't always turn out to be what you expect them to yeah, be. They don't,
3: but, but Jovinko was this, this freak, right? He was this, this journeyman, good, good Serie A player, mm-hmm. um, a few caps for his country, but never a star. And he no. went to MLS and became arguably the best player the
0: league's ever seen. I, I think the setup that they had too, though, and the players that were around them, you know, especially with Altidori yeah. up top, you had the big man that was fighting center backs. And the wee man was just playing off of him, finding these little pockets to go get on the ball and, and make some magic happen. And I thought the relationship they'd have, Michael Bradley was, was terrific with Giovanco, just knew exactly where, where he was. Um, same with Oso. So I think the players that they had in place also helped make him look very, very good. And they, yeah. they, they, they made him successful because they put the ball in the exact areas where he needed, yeah. where he would be.
2: I mean, to be fair, they struck gold three times because all three of those guys have been great purchases, great buys. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had to overspend for them for sure, but they yeah. have not been a failure. Any of those three,
3: but, but even guys like like sorry B, but even guys like at that same kind of era, the Drew Moores, the the Justin Morrows came aboard, right? And, and they became they were really, really good players. Yeah, and they're not they're not stars, we know that. Different, but that, as as a collective, that was a really well put together team.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's. That's what makes a, a successful team is everybody's got to find their role. And when you find your role, you got to make sure that you, you do it right. And they you got to have the quality, Jimmy,
2: right? you got to have the quality. And they, of paid, course, for, yeah, but- they paid for yeah. it and they got no, it no, and the guys delivered. No,
0: exactly. But what I'm talking about, when he's, he's mentioned the rest of the team and the players that aren't at that level. Oh, right. But yeah. they knew what their role was. Mm-hmm. And um, they, they performed. Yeah, so the whole, the whole <laughs> team was in sync. And everybody did their job. Yeah,
1: I, but Charms is right though that I think everyone is expecting Javinko, and that's the floor, because here's a guy who is a superstar. Here's a guy who would have been one of the biggest faces at the World Cup if Italy had qualified. He's the biggest face of uh, arguably, you know, the biggest face of the European champions just last summer, and he's coming into a team. Javinko had Victor Vasquez providing him balls. And Sinia has Jaden Nelson, and that's not. I'm not taking a shot at Jaden Nelson, but I think people think that. Insignia should be able to do exactly what what Javinko did
0: no not, that is not a right lot of pressure i i agree with you, and I think you'll find especially in the off season they'll they'll be bringing in a few more players because it's hard to rely on these young guys as well. you're putting too much pressure on them
1: yeah
0: right um and I think that's where you need a few more experienced players that that are going to come in and make this team very good. and they're not far off I mean you are watching them last night, they've got some very good players, you can see the you know what Bob's looking for. Um, and I think if they can get those other little pieces that they need, and there's no doubt in my mind that they've got their eye on a few players. And I'm sure you'll probably hear over the next, next couple of months. And if they can get the players that they're looking for, you watch out. They'll, they'll be very good. And they'll be back to where where they should be at the top of the table.
1: I like the way you did that. Very professional. You don't want to reveal your sources. Wonger, get back in here. Tell us who's coming. (laughs) Who did you hear from in the tunnel? Who's who's next? Jimmy doesn't want to say. Who's other than Crescito? Who else is coming?
0: <laughs>
1: Where the fuck is Wonger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he, he He's was, probably asleep. He was He's so hammered. Is, there he Look is. at his hair!
2: Look at his hair! He was He's sleeping. Not, yeah, he had I- a shower
0: i wasn't i had
3: to, I had to go put to the his bathroom. finger in
2: a fucking socket you, how many
0: times. you
3: really are our kramer aren't you yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not just the hair it's like you know you're not like the star of the show but you pop in and you should be the star of the show and people demand more wonga. you demand <laughs> more kramer look yeah. at kramer. His hair. you he went out for a
0: ride on your moped didn't you sliding
3: in. oh he's got a vespa right? now he got it from lorenzo's uh, people
0: I mean, uh, he went he
1: went back to apologize for you shoving him and they gave him a vespa <sighs> <laughs> shoving him to the floor it's funny you know how many times i host a show i've got a rundown i'm looking at the clock i'm trying to get to and you come in and you thwart me off because you want to talk about something and here i need you and you're not available
0: I, I i'm trying to be available i really had to go to the bathroom badly that was a lot of beer last there for night. a while you had jimmy's
2: salmon t-shirt on too i don't know did you guys no, it's, a,
0: it's my... you guys
2: spent the night together mm-hmm. last night by the way jimmy so, you left your shirt at once you you're left your jealous, shirt there. I,
0: hey, I'll, I'll, your I'll, breakfast I'll, I'll be honest with you I, I think i told a couple of you it was a couple of you it felt like it was like a a little one night stand for me we went out we had a great time we got back got and then hammered I, yeah, you got your I, date hammered I, yeah he he was hammered i woke up in the morning and i'm just on the couch right with a little blanket over me he came and put another blanket on top of me oh and then he made me a beautiful breakfast a nice cup of coffee
3: and, and then said, "Get I, out!"
0: And then I got showered and went home. <laughs> and I was driving home, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Was it a walk of shame? Was it? It, it was, was like a walk a shame. of shame. I was no, walking I got out, to have a shower. I was walking out the front door of my bag, and you could see the neighbors going, "Oh my god, who's Dan with? He's done it again."
3: <laughs> Another nice young man. Is yeah, I got, to I got too, many, too yeah. many
0: middle-aged men leaving my house. But when enjoyable. I walked out, at least it went, oh, that guy looks clean compared to the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, this guy's not homeless. <laughs> not wrong. He wasn't a Loblaws bag. Yeah. Where's that big tall guy with a huge yeah. torso? Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: that's right. The guy... Guy shouting, Happy Pride! Happy Toronto Pride!
1: <laughs> Wonger, Wonger, if your neighbors are judging it, you, you tell them love is love. Wrong love weekend. Love
0: is love. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll, I'll repeat it. Love is love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Wonger's got no issues with that. He's a
0: legend.
1: Glad you guys had a great time. We should do. We should do that again. There's a couple of big TFC games coming up. Of course, uh, yeah. I'm
0: gonna we'll sit, probably see do it again right next year. Hey,
3: <laughs> I kind of feel like I've missed out here. I want to let, spend a night at Wonger's. It wasn't that good, eh, Jimmy? You, want, you need twelve
2: months to recover. Yeah, walk a shame. You're still walking funny though. Is the wide
1: stance
0: walks? So. Yeah, yeah, walking like John Wayne. Like I just got a Brahma from a bull.
1: Uh, all right. So looking at my rundown, that uh, ticks off Jimmy and Wonger's date night. Check. Uh, two more things I wanted to hit. Um, Manchester United have said that to stop with all the Ronaldo speculation, he's not leaving. And for anyone who remembers last season uh, when he started – you know he started on the bench in Juve's opening uh, match, uh, we know we'll wait until the transfer deadline closes before we believe what anyone says about his actual movement. Uh, but talk about big names, uh, LA chasing Stars, Bale fits in perfectly. Um, the owner of the LA Dodgers, who now owns Chelsea, for $4.9 what's another half a billion? Go and get someone that um, will make you a world-class name and sound like a Hollywood name you know, for your brand-new team. Uh, They Chelsea have been linked with Neymar and apparently um, Chelsea's new owners have been whining and dining George Mendes this weekend. Mm. Could you imagine Ronaldo and Chelsea blue? Maybe there's eyeballing some wolves player. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I misread it. You're right. No, it's uh. Yeah. He, he, has he, a wants, he wants the 19 year old, Tiago, the guy that yeah. played 10 games up yeah, front. That's what he like,
0: wants. Being serious, though, okay. could you actually see Ronaldo going to Chelsea? I can't, see it. I can't it's, see it. It's not a good football decision. No. It's not. And then, and then he's linked with Roma. Mm-hmm.
1: See, that I can see a bit more believable. And also, I could see that, even though they're not in the Champions League this season, I could see the project. It depends on you know, what's his real relationship with Mourinho. We all speculate that they kind of like each other, but I don't think that they were hugely successful together at Real Madrid. I mean, yes, they didn't have the Champions League, so it's easy to say that was it. That was the reason Mourinho was brought there, obviously, right? It did work, yeah. but he he was a bit too negative for Ronaldo, I think, at that period. And Ronaldo thinks he's still 27, which he was then. He's he's not anymore. So, I can so where,
3: so where is the the right fit for him? Here? Say say he leaves United. Just say. Juana FC.
0: No, go. I yeah. would say if Neymar goes, he goes to PSG. Mm-hmm. Then he's won A, he's won La Liga, he's won the Premier League. Go get League One. And then go MLS after and win that. Yeah. And be an absolute ledge.
3: Take take over from Bale. In LA? Into Miami. Miami is going up, isn't, isn't, no. isn't it? A, a, a joke of a a, club.
1: a New York joke of a club. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, <laughs> you know. you imagine, yeah,
3: because yeah. you see Ronaldo playing at Yankee Stadium. No, well, that's true. No, I don't know about yeah. that. I don't know. I, I don't think, I me mean, PSG, I mean, they haven't figured out that that doesn't work, having all these superstars up top. It just doesn't work, you know? So Neymar leaves. Okay, let's bring in Ronaldo, even less mobile and even less willing to track back and do any work. But it's,
1: it's all a brand thing. This is exactly what Chelsea is doing now. Ronaldo and Messi playing together? Oh, my God. What a, what a dream. Kidding me? Yeah, 10 years ago, it was a dream. So was Mayweather now, Pacquiao. Yeah, so we still got it when they were 42.
0: Okay, how many goals did Ronaldo score this year in the Premier League? 15. 18. 18, yeah. What, third four, third or fourth in the Premier League? Yeah. I think the highest was, what, 22? 23? I'm sorry, 23, when I, yeah. What are you trying okay. to say? I'm, the guy's going to score goals. Oh. He's going to yeah, bang he, them in. He might not he's make not it done.
1: No. Yeah, he's not done, which is exactly why. He scored
0: 18 get from it. Man United, who were dog shit this year
3: he's definitely not he's not done no one he's not done he's still a great player i mean christ but i'm just what if somebody somebody
2: dangled a a big big carrot mls a situation that suited him a lot a lot of money potential ownership possibilities later on come and destroy
3: this league well because he can go back to the states now can't he the case the case Quote, his case was dismissed. Settled, was dismissed, settled or dismissed or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah I I, uh, I, think I made a, a joke about the Man United U.S. tour uh, being on now because because he's able to enter the country and cross the
3: pond. I I, they were, too the early. States, I thought they were uh, going to Asia. No, no. That, that,
1: well, I think they made that plan in advance of knowing that they'd be able to cash, uh, print cash in the States again. But there's no secret why they didn't this year.
3: No, I'm saying but that they, they the United's going to the States for their preseason? No. Not- no, no. I'm saying that they will
1: again. Oh, will again. They haven't in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And now that they now that they can if he's still a part of the full. Yeah, he will for sure. But that, that it's I don't think it's any, you know, it's no secret that they were never gonna come here this year. Right? I think to your point about the cash was Craig's point. It's too early. It's it's too early for him to come. I can absolutely see him mm-hmm. taking this deal, uh, and similar to Beckham where there's club ownership involved or some type of, you know, big involvement in in Major League Soccer. I could see him relocating to the States for sure, but I think that he he still believes he can win the Champions League again, which is why I think the Roma opportunity mm-hmm. the they're not in it this year, but I think he's looking at playing two or three more seasons.
0: Yeah, Don't I think he's think staying so. where he is. Do you think he's staying where he is? Maybe, but I I don't I I can't see the ownership thing happening, fellas. I think there's there's too much money in Major League Soccer right now. It's different. And I right? can't see. Yeah, it's completely different. Back yeah. then, you know, they gave it to Beckham because they, they were growing the game. Now it's they don't care. Becomes plays two years. See you later. They'll bring the next guy in.
1: You don't think that having him involved in a more permanent basis beyond playing legitimizes? Major no. League Soccer, at least no. in the eyes of the rest of the world's game?
0: No. Why not? Well, why? Why? Because you've got, you got a stake in a club. Does that mean it changes your club and then all of a sudden now you're, you're credible? No. Hasn't really worked well for into, into Miami, has it? No. They're a laughing stock. And who's on part the, of that? Yeah. Right. On, the, on so the pitch? It doesn't make sense to me. No.
3: No, but on the
1: pitch, they've been a laughing stock. Okay. And off the do you, pitch? No, Why? but do you not think that okay? Well, this this is my example. On the pitch, the club has been a laughing stock. But if David Beckham's not involved, like, he he just played and he left and he never came back to the states. If he's not involved, if he doesn't own a team in a very attractive market in the United States, are they able to sit in boardrooms with someone like Apple, who's new and aggressive in the sports game, and say we want two point four billion? If no. you don't have a name like that, you're not getting that price.
2: Yeah, probably not. And, I was, and I, first of all, I would have never, ever taken a team to Miami. And he's English in Miami. Mm-hmm. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but just because you, you've got Ronaldo doesn't mean that your stake goes up. It's, there's a lot more to it. It's merchandise sales, F&B. It's all this, everything that's accumulated, ticket sales. That's, that's where your, your, your value of an organization is. It's not who's in your boardroom. None I think other, I think other
3: teams, too, can sit with Apple or whoever without yeah, having a Beckham you can. Or, or a Ronaldo. Of course
0: it can. Well, you, you look in the beginning of the show, the big guy said, LAFC's a well-run machine. You're not saying that about Miami, are you?
1: No, they're, they're a joke. They're, they're a brand. They're very much just a brand. But in the point of MLS having Beckham still now actively, this right. is very beneficial to MLS as a brand. And when it comes to attracting players, when it comes to changing the perception that this is not a retirement league, when Chiellini shows up in LA as well at 37 or whatever he is, and any of these other older players that are gonna come next, I mean, people are laughing at
3: Jared Shakiri, who's only 30, 31 at retirement league. Do you do you think Beckham's got the draw now, though? Really has the draw now that he did 10 years ago? I mean, and, and isn't it isn't it dwindling? I got nothing against Beckham. I've always liked Beckham, mm-hmm. but Bran Beckham once upon a time was a machine, admittedly so. Two thousand and seven. Now is it? I, I agree with you. Well, I think I know where you're going with this, and I would say
1: that yes, it is dwindling, and I'm a bit surprised as well. But a part of it, I think, is because there are some other big names that kind of filled that fill those shoes that are mm. I mean even even someone like Pogba I never understood how Pogba was considered this marketing god when he went to United he got the emoji he's you know he, he's in all these commercials multinational everywhere and I just think that the machine that is football and entertainment just needs more and more faces Beckham is still though, one of the most famous faces and in a place like America where the game is still budding on the vine mm-hmm. you yeah. know this is one why the, one, one thing David
2: talk. Beckham is is connected <laughs> He's oh, yeah. connected with him and his wife, connected to every possibility of sponsorship and you name it. Yeah, you know, sure. that's what he's built really over that time.
0: Yeah, but when you with David Beckham as well, and I mean there there's a reason why his his brand's not as big as what, what it was. I mean, it's still massive, don't get me wrong, guys. But you know, when we're talking about as football fans, mm-hmm. is because now he's solely isolated with Miami. Mm-hmm. That's where he is. That's what, everything that he does now is in Miami. Whereas before, when he was the player, he was traveling all around the country and everybody wanted to see him play and the stadiums were packed. So you don't see him as much anymore. He's not playing. He's not selling out stadiums. So that, that happens to every, every doesn't matter what
2: star you are from yeah. any type of sport after you retire for a certain length of time. For sure. I mean, next thing you know, it's yeah. like, like for me, it's like, holy shit. They were born after the Gold Cup. Like, Gold Cup to me seems five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in any it's like, oh, my God, man, oh, man.
3: Right? Yeah. You, you, you're right, though, man. I know you're saying Beckham definitely can, can unlock doors, can get meetings, I'm sure, right? But you're not attaching yourself to Beckham now because of his, his business acumen. He's got people around him. It's not yeah. Beckham himself, though.
2: Yeah, They're yeah, only going to get involved if they think there's value
3: to them. Y- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think from a
1: club perspective, you know, he wants to be so involved. Jimmy's right that he's isolated there and he's the football guy that's not on the pitch anymore. But I think there's a lot of people, the longer they, they flounder in Miami, there will be people that want him to have less of a hands-on role, right? If if he's so involved if if in the football operations of things, if they don't turn out a successful product on the pitch, I think he won't be involved in the same way I I think that people will want to see that be a success on the pitch it needs to be that that market needs to be for things to continue on the trajectory that it's on and you look at all of the you know there's a a lot of great ex-players Gretzky Jordan who had a more hands-on approach John Elway um, I guess he's still quite involved but it doesn't necessarily translate in the boardroom and in the business world and uh, these guys kind of lose lose that fire I could see that happening with Beckham I could see that happening with Beckham.
2: I just don't understand when you look at the way the league progressed. They thought the league back in the day was going to be supported by the Hispanics population. they were in Miami. They're like at Tampa Bay. Dallas failed. Chivas. Yes. Right? Chivas failed. Everybody thought, oh, the Mexicans will come out and support Chivas. No. Chivas fans will come out and support Chivas. But yeah. the rest of them hate them. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, you know, what like, what are you thinking? You know? Uh, and then in the end, when they started moving north, it was amazing. Toronto was like, wow, huge success. Seattle. You know? Minnesota. Portland. Yeah. And it was this different type of crowd that they did not expect. It was sort of uh, like when you look at Seattle, they look like, you know, white tech Young white tech guys that are supporting that in Seattle. Like it's, it's very, very different than what the league really thought was going to be the hardcore fan of, of, of MLS. It's, it's turned out to be much different than that. Yeah.
1: I didn't expect on this show to dissect why uh, Beckham is important to Major League Soccer or how long he'll be running into Miami, but <laughs> that's a great thing about this show. Who needs a rundown? What's the <laughs> point?
3: Are there any other points who, you want to get to? A he disappeared again, so I don't know where he is. Oh. oh. Hey! oh wow. hey!
2: hey! Kramer. Giddy up.
3: <laughs> Are there any
1: other great stories uh, from last night that don't involve uh, your parents
0: that well, you want to get into anymore? or anything? No, we had a swell night. I think we... Uh, Lean back. I think Lean we're going to have another date. We're going to have another date night sometime. You can be, You can come. I think Craig's a little jealous we didn't get to sleep over but uh sharms are invited to sleep over we'll find Yeah, a i want to sleep
3: yeah. over i want you to put a second blanket on me well i keep oh. my house very
2: well air-conditioned yeah and, for and, breakfast. and apparently jimmy took the small couch he did so yeah i'm in yeah so there's two couches is what you're saying yeah he's put a blanket on me before jimmy too i tell you i oh, remember yeah? that oh G- War's the best man
0: yeah no he looks after you he's he tender. does like He's tender.
2: <laughs> yeah. He is. I love him. <laughs> not the best.
1: I think that's a, the perfect way to end this show before the hour mark for the first time in, in a while, I think, Wire. Good stuff, good. guys. Good uh, weekend.
2: So you, you, you know, B, the, the yeah.
3: sign off always takes more than four minutes. Yeah. Craig no,
2: usually but... adds something right at the end. But... I'm just so glad we didn't talk about my car. So, uh, anyway, hey, let's <laughs> sign off.
0: Hey! <laughs>
1: Wait, did you drive to the parade today? Because you have. get, you could have now. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. You know, I'm I'm glad. I I had a a car uh, towed that I thought my first impression was that it was stolen, but actually I just parked at the bottom of someone's driveway in uh, in East York that I had no idea it was a real driveway, and in the middle of the night it was towed. So it happens to the best of us, Gregor. Yeah. Usually it's not in your own locked parking garage though. <laughs> that
3: makes no sense. It, was it, it the wrong level? Craig was that what it was? its the wrong level, the right yeah. spot but the wrong level
2: yeah, hmm. yeah, and that's in in the most simplistic way that is exactly what I did, but like you said, dunny, you need it's a residence parking, you need a fob to get in, and if you had a half a brain, you'd be like, well, first you'd park in the right spot, but if you had another half a brain
0: <laughs> you, you would go,
2: you know what I bet you if we went up the floors like one like the four one away Five, point, right? You just work up. I bet you. And look at the license plate because it's on file. We'll find this guy and we'll give him a call. Yeah,
1: but do you have, you also have a, like a concierge and expensive maintenance fees that you pay in a luxurious Toronto condo? What I don't understand is, like, did this person know you? Do you, do you have, do you have like a, the bumper sticker says 2000 Gold Cup winner, like drive safe? Who's or? Craig's
3: enemy? Who's what, his biggest enemy? What, yeah. Because can we, can we get him on the show?
0: Can yeah. we find out who That's
3: he is? Idea.
2: Yeah. No, I have my, my daughter is a C-plus student at elementary school. <laughs> well, that's the sticker I thought
1: you were giving me back to.
3: C-plus. Yeah. Don't yeah. you hate that shit? Oh, I The that.
0: Americans love that stuff, man. Like, fuck off. Oh, I don't give a shit
3: about you, kid. Graduation
2: Get from whatever, like an honor student. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Certainly yeah. not the guy behind you. I'm going <laughs> <Yeah. I'm gonna, laughs> to... Rear end to you like you Yeah, rear-end. so I'm like, you know what? My daughter is C plus, so there you go.
1: Yeah. I didn't know if uh I didn't not know... on
3: the honor roll.
1: Didn't know Craig was making a joke. I thought that was just another installment of Get to no. Know Greg Forrest and Nine Questions. It's
3: so Paul true. Does Paul I... Dolan live in your building? Pardon me? <laughs> does Paul Dolan does Doly live in your building? <laughs> Why? Well he like he was back up to you for a long time, right? So maybe he's <laughs> held some some anger issues. Doly? <laughs> Don't Look, that was know, stupid. I, I just couldn't think of any backup <laughs> goalkeeper. I just couldn't think of any better <laughs> goalkeeper reason. <laughs> he's running
1: out of gas. He sat in the sun all day with his guineas. <laughs> no one. That
0: was terrible. Was it bad? Oh man! my who was was you, my, my brain froze? I, I like, hey, I, I was waiting for a good punchline because yeah. normally you're quite good at quite oh, dry, oh, and man. I'm I'm getting ready to giggle because you're getting into it. But that was <laughs> shit.
3: Who was Craig's usual backup for Canada? Pat Onstad.
2: Yeah, Pat and was it Pat Doley and
3: yeah.
1: Like well, so Doley
3: was a backup then.
1: But he lives in Vancouver. Yeah. We got him on the show. Yeah, yeah.
3: Fucking out! People yeah, don't know it. that. You well, do. You are little. You know what? Here. You're <laughs> higher up
2: the list of possibilities than Paul Dolan for yeah. Christ's sake. Let me tell you that. <laughs>
1: Charles, it's okay. It's, I've had a lot worse. It's fine.
2: I was like, I was just hoping to find, catch one of you guys on Look. the cameras. Oh, that would have yeah. been great. I'm
1: glad.
0: Uh, listen, if I could have got your keys, I would have done that in a second.
2: <clears throat> this is why
1: I speculate does this person know you and hate you? Because like in, this person knows that you need a fob to get in. Obviously, you live there. How you don't go tell concierge and park in visitor parking for the night and be like, hey, tell them, uh, make sure you get this car out of there. As opposed to calling the police, calling the tow truck, and then concierge has to let the tow truck into the metered area, the fob entrance area. Correct. How does it leave your place without you
2: knowing that for what two, three days? Did they even tell you what day it was towed? And and they drove it like an hour north of the city. (laughs) Like like, and then it was an hour there, and then an hour back. Honestly. And it was sitting in a the dustiest fucking compound. And I think there was only two cars in there that weren't crashed and they were towed like motorcycles banged up, cars like hoods up, everything, right? And I'm like, and then I couldn't find it because it's a it's just a big junkyard so i'm like hey is anybody gonna help me like anybody <laughs> guys, glad... oh just keep hitting your butt your button buddy just keep hitting your button beeping it i'm like it's so far away i i couldn't even hear it i eventually I'm, did i'm glad
1: that someone uh the uber driver drove you up to northern ontario to get your car back no am glad that you got buddy, it buddy kp and you weren't you weren't in an accident no it's like it's that summer weather where there's a lot more accidents on the highway. Have you guys noticed this? Mm. I can't. Every time I've gone on a trip that's more than 20k, I see two or three accidents on the yeah.
2: side of the road. I, I would have had an accident if I put the windshield wipers on. There was so much mud on there, it was like it would have been just like peat, just squish right across it.
1: Well, Sharman was right. This did turn into a 10 minute goodbyes, and uh, it's a bit of a car <laughs> crash. So perfect time to uh, quote you, Jimmy James Charmin. Uh, cheers for listening. And-